Welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast. I'm Erin Summers. There has been a lot going on with the Saints over the past few weeks with the NFL draft, rookie camp, and some big signings. This week, we are checking in with two new assistant coaches who got their first taste of coaching with the Saints at rookie camp this past weekend. Wide receiver coach Cody Burns, who comes from the University of Tennessee, and Doug Marone, the new offensive line coach who brings with him 30 years of coaching experience, 15 at the NFL level. Burns and I spoke Saturday prior to the official signing of wide receiver Jarvis Landry, so I wasn't able to get his take on Landry just yet. Here's our conversation. Cody, thank you so much for joining us on the New Orleans Saints podcast today. How are we doing? Good. How about yourself? I am doing good. Does it feel good to get out there for the first you know, day, first camp, I guess, really, as a new coach here? For sure. It feels amazing. Um, you know, the thing is I'm used to going through spring football in college, and I missed that coming here to the Saints, so it feels good to get out on the grass finally. What are you looking forward to about this opportunity moving from collegiate sports and and being in the NFL? I just look at it as a challenge. I'm excited to, you know, come to this league, the NFL. It's the greatest game um, in the world, to be honest. And, uh, you know, being in the SEC for the last 10 years, they say that's the closest thing to the SEC. So I'm excited to see, you know, what this brings. What are you going to bring from your time at Tennessee most recently and into your role here? Uh, just experience. I mean, I know I'm not experienced necessarily in the NFL, but football is football. I don't care what level you're at. And so just development. And I think uh, that this league, obviously, you take a lot of good players, first rounders, second rounders. But at the end of the day, it's your job to try to prepare those guys and get them better um, each and every day. What excites you about being here in New Orleans? <laughs> you know, there, I, I tell you what, um, just this organization, um, when, when this job came about and just talking to my peers and talking to people around the league, you talk about the Saints front office, the organization, just the amount of years that everybody's been here. Um, it's second to none. And so just a tremendous opportunity to be in this organization, to be in this building, um, to learn from you know Coach Carmichael, uh, from RC, and a lot of these guys that have been here for a while. I'm excited to you know, see what the future holds. Definitely have a lot of Tennessee, former Tennessee players on the roster here. Any of them that you're familiar with? Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, we just um, you know drafted Elante Taylor and um, got a chance to go against him just about every day in one on ones at Tennessee. So uh, just tremendous. And then also uh, Marquez Callaway. You know, in my room, another guy uh, that I'm very familiar with. Didn't have the opportunity to coach him at Tennessee, uh, but have known about him um, and excited to you know see what he can do. Speaking of your room and the wide receivers, what are you looking forward to most about getting to work with that group? You know what? Um, I look at it as a challenge. And and like I said, I know I've been in the SEC for the past decade. uh, But at the same time, you know, just bringing, uh, you know, just some of my thoughts and and some of my experiences uh, to this league, to that room, and just trying to get those guys a little bit better. I mean, you look at a guy like Mike Thomas, who, you know, in the past has caught, uh, set the record really in the NFL for the amount of passes you catch. So, and you're just trying to find ways to get a guy like him better and also uh, down, the, down the list in that room. So I'm excited to work with these guys, and, um, you know, I can't wait to get out there. You mentioned going against Elante Taylor in practice. What can you tell us about what he's going to bring to that side of the ball? I'll tell you what, um, Elante, um, definitely one of my favorites. Uh, just his approach to the game. Um, he was one of the team leaders at Tennessee. Um, and, and really, to be honest, like faith-based, I, I mean, I love what he brings, just a spiritual guy. Um, and he's going to bring your, bring his A game every single day. And so I'm excited with the energy that he's going to bring. He's also a phenomenal player, too. And then speaking of another person that was just drafted with Chris Olave, obviously the Saints' first pick, what do you know about him so far, and what do you like about his game? Uh, once again, it, it comes down to the organization and the front office and 
we did a phenomenal job through the draft process uh, of really just evaluating him. And we all know you can turn on the tape and see that Chris Olave makes plays, played at the Ohio State University, um, a lot of wins underneath his belt, um, but really more so just the person, getting to know him through the process, seeing how smart he is, seeing how humble he is, and, and really I think his hunger as well, that he wants to be great. And he's willing to learn. Um, he's open to, uh, you know, constructive criticism. And I like that. And he's a coachable guy. And I think, you know, the ceiling um, is, is really high for him. How much have you thought about taking the field in the Superdome and that being your home now? That's your home base. That's your field. I'll tell you what. I've I played a couple of times in the Sugar Bowl. Um, so I was fortunate enough to play in the Dome. Um, but now being here with the Saints with, once again, one of the best organizations in the NFL, um, I'm excited. To, this fan base is absolutely crazy, and uh, I'm excited that they're going to be behind us um, and just to go in the Dome and, and, and see that experience. Not only have you played in the Sugar Bowl, but you also played in the national championship game, won the national championship against Oregon. My mom is a duck, and she was not very happy after that game, but you were a very impressive college athlete yourself. What can you draw from your experience as a player? Yeah, no question. We, we did beat the Ducks. Um, but I, I tell you what, so I started off at Auburn as a quarterback. And my whole uh, entire career, really, up until my last two years at Auburn, I was a quarterback. And so really what I bring to the room is that quarterback experience because I can see the game through the quarterback's eyes with these guys. And a lot of guys know the receiver position, which you should. You should know the intricacies of receiver play. That's your job. But once you can understand the game as a quarterback, I think it makes you that much better as a wide receiver. All right, looking at what's upcoming this season, what you're going to bring to the field, what do our fans need to know about who you are as a coach or a person? <laughs> i tell you what, I'm excited to, to really be, once again, a part of the organization, to bring you know a little bit of youth um, uh, to the staff and, and really bring some, some energy and some juice and, uh, and coach these guys up, develop them, and have guys go out there and make plays, and I'm going to be just as excited as they are. I know a lot of people are really excited about the wide receiver room right now, so we are excited to have you be a part of it as well. I am too. Blessed to be here. Thank you once again. Thank you. Thanks again to Coach Burns. Now for Marone. How are we doing? First camp time, yeah, this fun. time around, with the Saints. It's always fun. I mean, it really is. I mean, everything's been great. We've been very comfortable and be able to get on the field. You know, I think as a coach, because you're not on the field for a while, you know. I mean, as far as in a, a team type of setting, a group setting. So the first experience you have is when once your season's over, you know, and you're thinking about it, you, there's a time where you start to get an itch where you want to get on the field. And I always thought that, you know, hey, right after draft, rookie minicamp, what a way to start, you know, because, you know, you're fired up, you're going, you got a bunch of young guys that are fired up, so you get on the field and you got two groups that are fired up, and yet, you know, we've got to practice together and work hard. So there's a lot of challenges, you know, going into, you know, the rookie minicamp. What has you fired up about your draft pick and Trevor Penning? Yeah, I think, you know, it's everything that we were able to see and we talked about. You know, here's a guy that has elite, you know, athletic ability. I mean, you know, how, how rarely do you find someone that's, you know, 6'6", or whatever he is, 335 pounds, you know, can run like he can, bend like he can. So he has all the ability in the world to be as good as he as he wants to be. You know, now it's our job, myself and Coach Streif, you know, to bring all that out of him. I think that, you know, he's done a really good job as far as in the run game. We've seen that. We've seen him being aggressive. We see him finishing. You know, those are things that you sometimes, you know, you can't coach someone to do that. They either have that or not. You know, they may become a little bit better, but they're never going to be elite. Well, he has the ability to be elite in that part. And then obviously we understand that anyone that you take, okay, from the college level come to the NFL, they're going to have to learn about pass protection. 
okay? Because it is different. You're going against probably, you know, like I tell them, the, the best player you've ever gone against in college, you're going to see that best player every single week in the NFL. You know, so it's a lot of challenge, a lot of studying, um, a lot of technique stuff that you have to do, and that thing just comes with time. So, you know, to be able to get on the field and start this thing now, I, I think is great. And I think to have someone like, you know, Zach Streif, who's working with me, who I worked with in 2006, we drafted him, brought him in here. You know, I think that actually can help quicken the development of Trevor to have someone that's kind of done that you know Zach's been here he was always on the verge always had a chip on his shoulder but always had to find a way to get things done mm-hmm. all right and I think you know from that experience and Zach was a tough tough guy and all that I think that's really going to help him so I feel very fortunate uh, to be back working with Zach um, together obviously it's a different level now um, but he's still as, as we remind everyone he's still underneath me okay <laughs> so just like he was when he was a player but that's a joke yeah well this is your second time here Third. with the Saints Third, you played right yeah, so what is it about this team that keeps bringing you back you know I, I've told this to a lot of people and, and I don't know if I've ever said it publicly I've said it privately quite a bit and this has no no bearing on any other place I've been but when we came, when I when I first came here, obviously as a player, I was just struggling to make the team. So I was here for a cup of coffee. We came here in 06. You know, we came here after Katrina. You know, it was just a special, a special place. I had never been in an organization that we actually went out into the community, did real work to try to change the region. And when we went out there for that first game, as everyone knows, in Atlanta, and I remember I turned around for the first time and I saw people crying, I, I never really realized how much an organization can change, you know, the thoughts of a region, at least for the moment, okay? Because I never thought that whatever was out there publicly or whatever pictures people put out there didn't really do justice to the amount of damage that was done here. And then I think when you look at the people, whether when Mr. Benson was alive to Mrs. Benson, you know, who runs the team now, to a person like, you know, Mickey Loomis, to even a support staff that has been here for a long time. You know, you work with people that have one common goal and they just want to win. And, you know, there's no hidden agenda. And I think that, you know, when, when you have that and it starts at the top, I think that's awesome. And I think that people that work here... You know, you can work at a lot of different places, come from different places, but the one thing is, you know, this place has always been kind of a special place. You know, and, and I think it's special because of the people that are that are in charge at the top. For you, this was the place that kind of catapulted your career as a head coach, last place you were before yeah. you became a head coach. What was it that allowed you to make that leap from here? I think I learned a lot. You know, I, I learned a lot, you know, uh, not only from Coach Payton, but I learned a lot from Mickey. I learned a lot to see, you know, even Mr. Benson in the meetings we were with him and just how he looked at things from an ownership standpoint. You know, and the rest of the coaches, whether the defensive coaches or the offensive coaches, I think, you know, you learned as one group and we were learning from each other. So, um, you know, obviously, you know, Coach Allen was on that staff and, you know, he was an assistant at the time and learned a lot from, from him too. And, I think you just learn. I think if, if, if you're coming in and you think you have all the answers, you know, I think you're going to struggle, you know, when you take that next move to whatever it may be as a coordinator or head coach. I think when you come in and you just listen and you watch how other people do things and you learn from that, it gives you the ability that if you do have an opportunity, you can go out and maybe have some type of success. How about Dennis Allen and his move now yeah. to being a head coach himself? And what do you think about how he's going to be at that level? 
I, I mean, it's awesome for me. I mean, I've, I've, I've known DA forever, right? I mean, you know, we remain friends throughout, you know, this whole entire time from when I was here to, you know, being back. I feel really, you know, blessed and privileged that Mickey and Dennis decided to bring me back, you know, and, and be part of this thing. So I'm looking to, to come back here and do whatever I can for Coach Allen, you know, and Mickey and the organization, Mrs. Benson, you know, do the best job I can with this group that I have to make them good football players. So, you know, it's great. It's, it's you know, you're with people that, you know, you trust. You're with people that you believe in. Um, and, and when you have that and there's no hidden agenda, I think you have a chance to be successful. You talked about the group that you're getting to work with, the offensive line. What excites you about the players that you have there? Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, it's probably been out of all the places that I've ever been, probably the best group that I was able to, you know, take over. Um, it's a little bit different, you know. When I first was with the Jets, we had a, a veteran group. When I first came here in 06, they were all, you know, young guys, you know. And then you look at where you've been in your career. So here, there, there's some guys that are really established as good football players. So, you know, I'm trying to get in here to support them, work with them, you know, and trying to get them better at the same time, you know, so we can get better, better collectively as a group. And then all the individual stuff comes out after that so I think the first thing you know having coach Streep here with me is good because he's been with me so he can help bridge that trust I don't think you ever just walk into a room and and gain someone's trust I think you have to earn it so I think you know what's happening right now I feel like I'm going in there every day I'm gonna have to earn the trust of of the players that are here and I think at the same time you know you know they're earning their trust you know with me so I think it's a two-way street I never look at it as hey I'm the coach I'm up here the players down here I look at it more as a partnership where hey we've got to work through some things you know to get a better understanding of each other but listen we're all on the same page just we just want to get better I've always told players I've learned just as much from players as I have from coaches so that type of communication I think is important Mel 30 years experience as a coach 16 now will be your 16th year in the NFL I appreciate the time we're looking forward to seeing you out there soon great thank you this season really can't come soon enough. Next up for the Saints are OTAs and minicamp in June. Thanks for tuning in to the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. It's available on iTunes or NewOrleansaints.com. Have a great rest of the week.